Welcome to Infuse Joy, the place online where heart-centered creative minds come together to feel a little more human. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Case, and I am so happy you're here. So in the last episode, we talked about 10 things I do each week to get my shit together. And we're going to kind of continue on in that and discuss 10 things I do every month to... Um, keep my life in order, and make sure that I'm moving in the direction that I want to be moving in. So one of the things that I do often is just check in with myself. I like to be in tune with what's working for me and what's not and how I want to be moving forward so that I know that I'm living my life on purpose and that everything that I'm doing has a plan behind it. So um, I think it's important to acknowledge too, you know, I've been working for myself in some form or another for over 10 years. So in that time, I've had seasons of being intensely organized. Um, I've had seasons where I felt like I was in complete chaos and I was swamped. And lots of times where I've just felt plain old burnout. And I've worked each time to make a small adjustment here and there to ensure that I can create a sustainable work and home life. So I want to be proactive in that and I want my life to feel easy to manage. So with that, there are things that I do weekly, monthly, even daily to make sure that it all feels good to me and to the people that I get to serve. So um, this week, we get to talk about what I do each month. So the first thing that I do each month is I set an intention for how many people I want to be reaching. So I really like to be creating number goals. So that's with the podcast growth, that's with Patreon, that's with Instagram followers. How many incubators do I want to have booked? You know, how many brainstorming sessions am I going to take this month? Things like that. I want to know exactly what my expectations are. And the way that I like to do this is with good, better, best. I like to know, okay, what would what's going to be like my bare minimum? This is going to get me through then what's going to be a little bit better than that? What's going to feel nice? And then what is my shoot for the stars? This would be amazing. Everything would feel magical if this fell into place. And that way I'm not setting a goal that's too low, that I'm not reaching for something bigger than what I can achieve. And I'm not setting one that's so high that I feel like a failure every single month. So I like to create number goals and I like to create them in a range that feels really good to me. And what that does, it just gives me a target to work toward. It keeps me motivated and driven to push just a little bit further to get to that number. The second thing that I do is I consciously evaluate my work habits. So I think the combination of change and routine is it's one of the key ingredients to staying motivated. So I create a routine that works for me. And then at the end of the month, I question everything and I make a new plan. So one month I might be focused on going into an office every day from nine to five. You know, there have been seasons of my life where I've owned an office or, you know, rented an office downtown. There have been seasons of my life where I worked in a co-working space, seasons where I worked at home, seasons where I worked in coffee shops. Like I've changed it up so much based off of what is currently working. And when it stops working, we make another switch. Um, So I say that to say that you... You do what feels good and then take a minute, look at it and see if it still feels good and then move on into a direction that keeps you going and keeps you motivated. So the key is listening to your needs instead of picking a routine and not wavering from that even when it quits working. 
The next thing is number three is set an intention for the projects that I want to accomplish. So I really try to focus specifically on one, two, three large tasks or projects that I would like to see finished and lived by the end of the month. So that includes journey books. So I create a new journey book every single month while I'm simultaneously shipping and packing and ordering the next, you know, the previous month's um, books. So it's a lot to handle. So journey books is one of those major projects for me. And then I move on to two other projects that I want to be actively participating in and working on. I choose what topics I most want to promote, and I may even break down a few of those larger projects into smaller bite-sized tasks. So yes, I'm going to create a new journey book, but that's not just one task. That is, I need to create prompts. I need to update the dates. Um, Well, I think God, I have Lindsay, so I can have Lindsay, my lovely best friend slash assistant, update the dates for me in journey books. I need to update the covers. I need to get the cover art from the artists. You know, I need to upload them to the printer. I need to order them. Um, I need to create the videos for them. So there's so much to do under that one task. So that's why I can only do two to three large tasks per month. And honestly, I would not shame you if you only did one. Okay, number four, I determine how I want to feel that much, that month. I find so much value in knowing how I want to feel. What do I want this month to mean for me? I set that intention at the beginning of the month and I use it as a filter for decisions I make throughout the entire month. If I want to feel spacious and inspired, I may take it on less meetings and open my schedule up a bit. If I want to feel connected and energized, I may pull in more meetings that month and even host a workshop. It just depends on how I want to feel. And so for an example, like this month, I want to feel creative. I want to feel inspired. I want to feel radical clarity because I'm doing a rebrand at the end of May. And so I want to feel as connected to my intuition as possible this month. So in order to do that, I have opened up my workspace and working four hour week days. Um, I'm taking yoga classes in the middle of the morning. I'm My routine is super all over the place because that keeps me engaged and inspired. And that works for me right now. Now, once that rebrand occurs and I need to start, you know, promoting things and getting things in order, then that might change because I'll be in work mode, you know, but listening to month to month, what are those tasks I want to do? How do I want to feel this month? And how can I align align my to-do list accordingly? Number five, determine which habits I may need to adjust and make a plan. So we all have areas of our lives that don't quite serve us, and it can be overwhelming to think about them all at once. Every month, if I have the spare energy, I like to think about what I would like to adjust that month. Journey books is so helpful for me in this regard because I've charted out what each growth area will already be, so I don't have to decide as much every month at this point in my life because it's created already. But I make a monthly resolution in my journey book for what I'm going to focus on a little bit every day to grow or break a habit that is either not serving me or I would like to have serving me. So some months that means I'm spending less money on coffee. Other months it's spending more time with friends or spending more time outside. Then I make a small plan. So um, that means the monthly resolution. So for the coffee month, um, 
might decide like, okay, during the week, I'm not going to spend money on coffee in the weekdays, but I'll spend money on coffee in the weekends. Um, so maybe I will make coffee at home in the mornings and went out for coffee only on Saturday and Sunday, something along those lines, just to create a new habit in my life. Number six is I maintain a monthly to-do list. So because I have the kind of nature that struggles to cut off from work, there's always something to do, you guys. It's never going to end, especially as a business owner, like those or a parent, like those to-do lists, those things you could be doing will never stop. So it's super important to me that I do not maintain a running to-do list that I look at every single day. Instead, I keep a monthly list and each week I pull tasks over from the monthly list into my weekly list. And this helps me to stay super focused and to not overwork. If it's not on the weekly list, it's not a priority. And if it becomes a priority, I can knock it out and I can choose to add it, but it's not gonna, I'm not gonna rebrand my website every single month because I have my list, I know what I'm doing. Number seven is I get rid of something. It's just so good for my brain to go through one set of items each month. So Obi and I, my husband, and I have been going through um, the life-changing magic of tidying up over the course of several months, if not longer, um, and just kind of getting rid of one category at a time. So I believe shedding possessions can be emotionally cleansing and open up space not only in my home, but also in my mind. And so um, I like to go through my house each month and just look at one area that I can take care of. And... um, That has been so, so nice. And every single time, like I will recycle back to the kitchen. You know, I think I'm on third round of kitchen and there's always something that I don't need, always. And the way that I do that, when I do that, it makes me so much more likely to not casually buy things that I don't want or need in the long term. So more things that I'm going to end up throwing away it gives me that perspective. I can be in Target and be like, you know what? This is just going to end up in the giveaway pile in like next month. So I'm not even going to bother. And that has been so freeing. Number eight is I like to get out of town. So I try to get out of town at least once per month. And this is something, a trip out of the country. Um, sometimes it's a trip out of the country, but more often than that, not, it's a trip to another city a couple of hours away. Just something to help me change my perspective, step outside of my routine, and get a fresh, new look at my life. At this point in my life, I'm so, so lucky that a lot of what I do takes me to other places. Um, When I do incubators with people, I often travel to them, and that is amazing for me. I have workshops in different cities and countries this year, and that's also so, so cool. But that's really new for me um, within the last two years. But prior to that, I didn't have to. You know, I just did it because it meant so much to me to have that change of perspective. So if you're not in the position where your work is taking you places, you can still just do an hour road trip here or there to just have a work day and get out of your normal everyday life so that you can get a fresh new perspective. Um, Okay, number nine is that I schedule in my period. 
And this is something that came out of the work I was doing with a coach, Lily Calfee, who is absolutely amazing. You should check her out. Um, she and I worked together through my periods to just kind of have, let me figure out how to have them with less intense pain and stress. And so I used to be so bad about sitting in meetings on the verge of passing out because of menstrual cramps and feeling unable to give my all because I was so focused on my pain. So I would be simultaneously in this session, half distracted, half passy outy, and that really sucked <laughs> for me. And it wasn't serving my client in all honesty, you know? So now I block that time in my schedule and I don't take any meetings on those days. I use the Clue app to keep track of it. And um, so I know kind of a general ballpark of when it's coming. And so I work from home on those days and I don't expect very much of myself. I just sit on the couch with a heating pad. I binge watch romantic comedies and I get what I can get done and it's not a big deal. And that has been the biggest life giver for me every single month because I used to suffer so much and I don't suffer anymore. And that's remarkable. It's, it's just such a life giver. So if you are self-employed, give yourself that gift because it's precious. All right. So finally, the last thing I do every month to keep my shit together is I evaluate and I edit. One of the greatest tools I've ever picked up was to sit in with myself and to ask what's working, what's not, and what I want to happen next. I love sitting down with myself each month and checking in with where my business and life are and where I would like them to go. It allows me to move into another month with a plan of action. It tells me which things I can just let go of and what things I want to preciously nurture more. So that has been incredibly helpful in navigating transition and being able to, you know, pivot the direction of my business, be able to make changes that felt empowering for me and my business and my life. And I will continue doing that until the day I die. <laughs> um, so that is all for this, this particular set of things that I do to keep my life together. Um, please let me know if you have any questions. If you are a member of Patreon and you're listening to this on the platform, then you can download a free checklist um, to use at home for yourself. If you are not a member of Patreon and you would like to be, you can check out the link in our show notes and join our community. In that community, you have access to early podcast releases. You have access to special worksheets and workshops and journey books and all kinds of wonderful things over there. Live Q&As, feedback office hours, all of these amazing things are hidden in this little community that is still growing. And so it's pretty small and special right now. So go check it out. Link is in the show notes. And as always, thank you so much for joining me today. It is my absolute joy to create these episodes for you. If you have a friend or a loved one you think could benefit from today's episode, go ahead and send it their way. And as a reminder, taking just a few minutes to leave a rating and review in iTunes will help me immensely. That's the main way that we get the podcast to new amazing listeners just like you. In the meantime, thank you for being here and I will see you next week.